0: Today I'm here with Skyler, and We're going to talk about the cost of labor for real estate investors. I want to talk a little bit about uh, how much things cost. This is obviously a big challenge with a lot of real estate investors, landlords, and people who are trying to do just about anything. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Toronto uh, contractors are extremely expensive. Handymen yeah. are extremely expensive. You want to do anything relatively simple, or at least what at least I've always thought is relatively simple work, yeah. it seems to be expensive it costs number more leg and i want to talk about why that is because people don't seem to have a solid grasp as to how much things should cost like even when it comes to changing a toilet you can easily go so like eight hundred a thousand dollars to change a toilet yeah. And it's like, people don't seem to understand. It's like, people think, okay, hey, yeah, yeah, you know, there's a toilet on sale at Home Depot for like 150 bucks, yeah. taking it over there, yeah. removing the old one. First yeah. of all, a toilet is dirty and that's yeah. going to be some like, you know, messy work. You probably need two people oftentimes mm-hmm. to do to do the whole thing, right? You have to like put in new seals. There's like, there's work involved. And if you buy like a pretty decent toilet, you're looking at 400 bucks right there, Yeah, right? So how yeah. does it go up to $100? Pretty easily. Not even disposal fees. Haven't talked about that.
1: Yeah, I see a lot of bills that come in the office that are less than a thousand dollars and it's because contractors can get away with it when it's less than a thousand dollars yeah so they can charge eight hundred dollars for a toilet when i just saw in the home depot flyer that toilet went on sale for 150 bucks yeah right and to be totally honest there's two bolts to take off a toilet yeah it, i know it's a little bit dirty it's a little bit disgusting they're plumbers anyway they're used to it it's two bolts it's not hard
0: no and this is where uh diy people should they have the right DIY skills can really cost down on a lot of things. But the minute you need to hire somebody else, you got to ask that question in Canada, is anybody going to get out to go change a toilet for anything less than a few hundred dollars? Yeah. yeah. No, you're just not going to be able to find somebody.
1: So to me, when, and when it comes to my properties and especially where I live, if I were, if my toilet was to start leaking and needs replaced, I'm going to call a plumber. He's going to call me the 800 bucks, thousand bucks, and I will pay the fee. But I want a two year warranty, right? The toilet comes with a two year mm. warranty. I want the plumber to guarantee his work for two years. It's only two bolts, it's a wax seal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's no reason why that toilet should leak in another two years. Now it's worth it to me yeah. to pay the thousand bucks now if you're going to guarantee it for two years. Right. I got that peace of mind that if something does happen, maybe in the middle of the night I can call my plumber. Hey, yeah. you know,
0: you warrantied this toilet. I paid your arm and leg up front. Now come fix the toilet. That is a very good point. And I think that is what people should recognize that they are paying for. Yeah. Real estate investors, any general consumers. If yeah. you are going to go buy a top shelf price from big box, anything, yeah. right? Retail brand, yeah. Costco, you got to take advantage of the warranties, yeah. right? One of my friends bought a coach from Costco. Yeah. Four and a half years later said yeah. that the center of the coach is starting to dip a little bit. Yeah. And you said it would last for five years. Yeah. Costco went, took the coach yeah. back, gave her a brand new one, yeah. a newer model. Uh, for completely free. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. that is a warranty. That's a warranty. Right? Yeah. Buy from is...
1: IKEA. Buy from Canadian Tire. Yeah. Buy from Home Depot. Right. right?
0: Yeah. Canadian Tire. You go buy the Mastercraft. Don't tell you, Don't it.
1: tell our <laughs> secrets. Don't tell our secrets. <laughs> no, no, you don't like... even need a receipt. They'll put on a gift card for you. Yeah, it's like no. The, the craziest... Mastercraft. Yeah, exactly. It's
0: like no receipt. Just
1: we only can give you a gift card though. Yeah, exactly. That's
0: why you. I, I before I used to buy certain things from Canadian Tire only. Things yeah. like uh sledgehammers and crowbars yeah. because you use those things pretty aggressively yeah. and they can break. Tooth breaks off of the, of the crowbar, go replace Pretty it right. with some Mastercraft, right? Yep. That's why sometimes when people hire others off of Kijiji and they're paying market rates, you, you can't have very high expectations of those warranties.
1: Yeah, warranty is a big thing. And, I, and what I see now, we don't buy new homes. And I, again, I'm not a big guy to buy new homes and the pre-construction stuff. But when you buy a new home, you get that, that Terracon warranty, that big warranty, yeah. right? It covers everything.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Appliances are covered, five years, everything's covered. I mean, it's messy to go through it, but yeah. Sure, but if you do a duplex... Right, and you renovate it, talk to bottom, do it yourself. And you have a contractor come in. If you don't hire a A plus contractor that guarantees his work and pay a little bit extra for that, once you take possession of that duplex after he's renovating it, you know, there's no more warranty.
0: Yeah. Good luck getting them back. No.
1: You're never getting them back. Yeah. And we see a lot now in the market where people are buying these houses, especially in Hamilton where we are, that they convert them into duplexes, have a contractor come in, spend 120, spend 150, and then something breaks, right? The the vinyl the vinyl cracks, right? That's usually, you know, the floors aren't the floors aren't flat. So then the vinyl cracks that's usually the first thing that i see and it's expensive you got to rip yeah. up that whole section of flooring you just had a tenant move in you spent all this money you know what a stressful thing to go through after you just spent you know 150 on rent, plus your down payment costs
0: yeah Exactly. Now, this one guy told me that when it comes to the warranty that they're willing to offer, he says, if you're willing to offer 25, 30, 45 year warranty, at that point, you might as well just say lifetime warranty, because if your company is uh, going to last that long, then you can solve all kinds of problems. And if it go to 45 years and something happens and your company's not doing well, you're probably not going to be there anyway. So whatever. Makes a good point. Makes a good point. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah, asking for a 25 year warranty, yeah. but give me a five-year warranty, yeah, right? five year warranty, right? Give me yeah. something, and then
1: you know it's it's worth its weight in gold when something. Because I happen. wonder,
0: because roofers do that a lot when they say, "Oh yeah, you know, I'll put the shingles on this 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 shingle here. This has 25 year lifetime warranty."
1: Yeah. So yeah. Now, if we look into a roofer, though, the shingle has a warranty. Yeah. Their labor might not have a warranty, right? They might say that you know the shingle is defective because of the weather or this and that. But just because the shingles defective and contact this brand's yeah, customer service. Yeah. It doesn't mean doesn't mean that my work's guaranteed. Yeah. So sure, you get a free shingle, but how much is it for the roofer to go up and bang
0: that shingle yeah. in? But why is it that you think that so many things that are strictly labor are in fact really expensive? Like uh my buddy got quoted six thousand dollars to do one fence. Yeah, right? and I get it. That the lumber was going to be about uh, two and a half thousand dollars, right? And then about another two and a half thousand dollars to do it. But it's like that's the kind of thing that can be done in a weekend with your buddies and a, a, a couple cases of beer and some pizzas.
1: Yeah, so some skillful buddies, sure. But oh, one guy that knows what they're
0: doing, one right? guy can tell everybody else what to yeah, do. Yeah, I get exactly. it. I get it.
1: But you know what happens is that people get served and they get two thousand a month for sitting on their ass, right? There's a, there's a lot of perks that you get for sitting on your ass, so yeah. it makes it very hard. And especially, I think now. Days that we see in social media, we see all these people making tons of money that everybody wants, makes tons of money. And the the worst thing is knowing, you know, and I'm, and I'm one of them is that on Facebook, if you were to go on my Facebook page, you'd be like Skylar invest in real estate. So the moment that I try to get a quote for something, they're thinking I have tons of money and they can, you know you know stretch me thin yeah you know that 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 social media thing actually makes it really hard to bargain shop <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and
1: i think we talk about the cars we drive and you know what we drive when we pull up the houses and meet contractors you and know. what we wear you know and all that stuff it does matter right when we're showing up wearing you know our, our sunday best and yeah. our saturday watches and you know it, yeah if you're in the contractor shoes maybe you would do the same thing
0: too right uh, absolutely there and there is a balancing act though because regardless of what who you are, what you look like, what people think of you, there should be a degree of reasonableness when it comes to how things are priced. And this is why sometimes I think that the reason why contractors, handymen, people who can do physical work, and it's not just in construction. Construction is a very obvious one, but in any kind of labor. The reason why they're able to push such high prices is because we have, I think, a serious shortage of capable, competent, intelligent, and willing people to do laborious work canada right now has a strong growing educated population education is good but it's so good to the point where everybody thinks or a lot of people think that they are too good for any blue-collar work yeah right my dad he's a contractor he's university educated went through physics right he can hold a great conversation very academic reads a lot and he does construction and when he does construction he does great work He's able yeah. to solve a lot of problems, and he's able to, you know, ver- very, very academically uh, diagnose a lot of things. Right? Yeah. He's a smart guy. Is what I'm saying. Right? You don't have to be university educated. It's not like university yeah. education yeah. helps you. But he's an intelligent guy, and that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. But a lot of people who get to that university education is like there's an unwillingness to do it. Yeah. I sometimes wonder why we live yeah. in the part of the world where the people who, if you if you compare Western society to other parts of the world where labor is cheap. Like, yeah. for example, here, plumbers get paid a lot of money. Yeah. You go to India, plumbers don't get paid yeah. hardly anything, Yeah. right? Con- anything in the union, right? All these unionized yeah. plumbers. Yeah, no, a lot of these guys, right? And, and and the thing is that it's interesting when you look at it, that in the Western world, people who are paid to do labor in other countries that get paid nothing come over here and they make a killing. Yeah. And this is why a lot of well, people why come why we lose here- a lot of jobs. Exactly. And this is why also immigrants can come to the country and crush it. Yeah. It's because they have a willingness. Yeah, yeah. And are oftentimes actually better educated right so they combine yep. that they don't their education isn't recognized here so they can't go take the cushy jobs they have yep. to take the harder jobs but they crush it yep. in the blue collar work yeah and because of that yeah it's just we, we don't have a population that's willing to do hard work or that type of hard work yep. and is driving up the prices it's hard to
1: find someone that wants to do the hard work but i find the biggest problem is the consistency of the hard work right find someone that can show up monday to friday nine to five Eight to four, right? No sick days. You know, yeah. I'm a huge, I don't believe there's, there's no bone in my body that bleeds in fucking sick days. Yeah. It's the biggest, yeah. biggest <laughs> thing of bullshit in the world, right? Sick days. Uh, if you're sick, you're in the hospital. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you have a, if you have a cold and cough, right. You can sit in your office, you can work in the factory, wear a mask, right. We just got through COVID-19, right. We got, got, everybody's vaccinated so vaccinated it's, it's crazy yeah we're yeah. not catching other uh, no sick days it's
0: kind of like the chip, like no days off
1: right <laughs> well you know holidays are great right and everybody maybe should you know be be allowed four weeks five weeks holidays
0: no no uh, the fact of the matter is that you know pe- people <clears throat> ought to take sick days but sick days are definitely abused right and, and that's the problem with sick days yeah that's the problem if, if if people were legitimately sick and not trying to skimp off work at every opportunity they can yeah. the thing is that there is a lot of taking taking the jobs that are available to people for granted yeah. and then people start to abuse whatever it is that they can and
1: I, I think we see a lot of people and especially contractors and people that are the blue collar nature that there's so many other blue collar jobs that we can ride the bus from one job to the next yeah and go to the next and go yep. to the next. And nobody actually appreciates the job and wants to you know, work from the bottom to the top, right? Yep. And we go to my story where I started at the bottom, you know what I mean? And I wanted to be here so bad, so I worked my way to the top.
0: Well, I mean, and, and that's where work ethic can really play in. But the thing is that sometimes the playing field has been made so easy for some people, like especially I think in blue collar, the fact that people can get jobs just because they show up. I once looked at the resume of uh, this maintenance guy who applied company a while ago now, and he was he was good at a lot of work but the first thing he said on his on his resume was that i always show up yeah and that, that that struck me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's already good. Yeah. And then I also reflected on this. And it th- on you the shouldn't and have to say the that. The bar is that low. Yeah, we shouldn't yeah, have to say that. that you, you, know, you should
1: give me the job because I'll be here Monday through Friday. Yeah,
0: I'm like, okay, that is the minimum <laughs> yeah. that you ought to do. The fact that somebody can say, well, if you hire me, I will show up. And that is already a selling point, which it is a selling point. I know, it's crazy. is, is insane right and that i think reflects a problem we have here where people showing up is an achievement
1: yeah it's just like getting that uh getting that participation uh sticker right running track and field and you know i'm one to talk because in track and field i was the one getting the participation you know i wasn't (laughs) winning first place okay but no we don't need to go home with that right Yeah, maybe make me hustle a little bit better if i don't get that ribbon
0: there's a lot of things in place in the system that is just fostering these the and creating these challenges that we start to see today and these things that people to overcome and and it's it's just cascading into these problems that we see today right so i feel like when you really consider all of these things it gives you a new perspective as to what you have to contend with when you get into these industries right yep. and as real estate investors you realize and this is why when you find a good contractor or somebody who's in the trades and they are quite competent and can serve you well mm-hmm. they quickly end up becoming really too expensive yep. right uh, my dad used to talk about it we used to work with these uh albanian guys right yeah. they they were great Right? Yeah. and in greece uh it's very common to have albanians doing all kinds of work because albanians yeah. would come to greece and then all the albanians would do all this like really amazing work yeah. and a lot of the greeks would employ them and so when they come over to canada they end up working with other greeks very often as well and these guys they started off working for dirt cheap with us and then, they, they got so skills. good at the craft, yeah. they became too expensive yeah. for us to even subcontract, yeah. right? And then they and now they're doing all their own work, and it's great for them, right? But we couldn't even afford to subcontract them after a while, and why? Because they got so good at the work, they would work so hard. These tylers that we trained were doing $700 a person a day and they were having out bathrooms like no tomorrow, right? And 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 why? Because those guys
1: for their whole life haven't ate well and they've had the opportunity to learn how to eat well, Yeah, right? And the same thing with us from real estate, with me in real estate, where I started from and then I saw how to get into real estate and I knew that I could do it and then I saw that, you know... I can make it. Yeah. Right. And I want to learn same thing with those Albanian guys. They know that they can make a life for themselves. They just have to learn how to
0: tile really, really good. And they just did it. I'm right out like clockwork. And that's the thing is that sometimes people think you have to be really smart. You have to have a blueprint. You have to have like a formula. And it's like, everybody's trying to work so hard yeah. here. You just have to want it, but they're not just willing to actually go out yeah, and just you just, work you,
1: it. You just have to want it. And, and don't believe that you can, don't believe that can't is a word, no. right? Can't's not a word. And if you want it, you know, you'll be successful in whatever you want to
0: be. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like if, if people wanted to, because I actually think and it's crazy for me to say it right now, because like I've I've worked so long in construction and I feel like in terms of an avenue where somebody can use to get into it. I feel that anything laborious, anything that requires you to go out and do something, there's definitely a lack of competition in it. Anything, anything you can pick that requires you to actually go out and do something. you can probably make good money yeah and there's probably uh there's probably substantial benefit to you you, if you can use that to cost down your own enterprise i agree i think
1: in the next 10 years we're gonna we're gonna see a a shortage in a lot of trades like garbage men nobody's gonna want to be and garbage men make good money yeah they work early mornings they're off you know afternoons we're off on holidays. Sure, you got to work in the rain, but you are outside. Yeah,
0: fifty five thousand dollars a year. They're saying thirty five thousand dollars for a year for eighteen hour entry level position. Uh, no, they should be getting paid more. Garbage men are getting fleeced. They should go on strike. Yeah, glass doors. No, <laughs> are they unionized? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They no. are. Okay, yeah. yeah. According yeah. to Glassdoor, though, it's saying that the 47000 $47, dollars a year. Yeah, no, you guys got to go on strike. <laughs> yeah, that, <that's laughs> you the guys got to strike. That's crazy. No, you know what? A lot of people, myself included, until just now yeah i thought that garbage people garbage men were making bank i know i should appreciate them a little bit more okay so one of our rental properties we had three units we bought it like that and it's a single family home and because Mm. of that you're not allowed to put out three garbage bins right you can only put out one a couple times we put out a couple of garbage bins and we didn't have the garbage tax but what i would do is i would go there sometimes in the morning this was early on and i would have some cokes and some bottled water yeah and I would, as I drove by, I'm just like, hey guys, here, appreciate all the hard work. Yeah, Do you mind if I throw in the extra bin? Yeah. And I did this a few weekends and then I would start to skip. Uh, sorry, yeah. I did that a few weeks and then I would start to skip a week, but they still took the two garbage bins. Yeah. Right? And you make sure to do that long enough yeah. and just appreciate them. Because yeah. sometimes, honestly, the garbage guys, if you don't have a relationship with them, they can be very technical as to whether or not they approve to pick up your garbage. Sure, especially when the second can 70 pounds, 60 pounds. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, this feels a little bit too yeah, much, you yeah, know, or whatever, yeah. right? So you start to overload them and, you know, you start yeah. to get problems, right? Yeah. So, I mean, these are little good things to do when it comes to appreciating somebody who is working hard, working with their backs. Especially those guys
1: that pick up a green bin. I don't use a green bin on miles because I think it's disgusting. But those guys that pick up the green bin, all the food waste guys, you ever see those guys? Yeah. Yeah. Those guys, they better be getting double that, or they should also be going on strike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>